A surveillance ship snooping on war games off the east coast of Australia isn't of any concern, says China. So what were they actually spying on? I'm Aaron Young. Let's try to find out. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. So this is the Chinese ship. It's expected to move further south to monitor the US-Australian-led exercise talisman Sabre as it continues over the next few weeks. It's not the first time the Chinese Navy has kept an eye on these exercises. China's Global Times newspaper says the ship's location is nothing out of the ordinary. Rebuking claims the move is aggressive. Let's bring in tickers Adam Hancock now on this. Now, we know that these war games, they go on every year and this Chinese ship keeps turning up. Yeah, yeah, this really isn't a surprise. And that's actually something that the Australian governments have spoken out about to try and calm any concerns or any fears about uh, this so-called Chinese spy ship uh, turning up off Australian waters. They're just monitoring the uh, Talisman Sabre military drills, which take place, uh, I think it's every couple of years. Uh, this is by far, it's by far the largest ever um, Talisman Sabre military exercise. I think it's around 30,000 troops are involved uh, from 13 countries being led by the United States and Australia. And they've been running for a while now. Um, they've been expanding pretty much year on year, the number of countries who are getting involved, the number of troops uh, and the number of exercises that are performed. But a common theme has been uh, surveillance by the Chinese on these exercises. See, it makes sense because the whole purpose of these military exercises is to China to say, you know, we are working for an alliance of nations who are coming together to try and prepare for any potential conflict, which most likely at the moment would be in the Indo-Pacific region. So it makes sense that China would want to um, observe what's happening in Australia at the moment. But the Australian government really playing things down, saying this is to be expected. It's happened before. They're not yeah. breaching any rules in terms of the waters they're in. So, yeah, it's uh, it's something that they're really trying to cool down at the moment. Yeah, no doubt, uh, given the fact that Talisman Sabre, you mentioned the United States and Australia are in lockstep on the issue of China. Uh, no one actually says it in public, but what they often are doing is essentially uh, trying to run a ring around China to make sure that it is contained. And that is something China wants to keep an eye on. On as well. I remember when that spy ship first turned up, I think it was last year or the year before, there was certainly uh, some concern about a Chinese warship, but even the Australian government was playing down. I assume that means that when China does its war games, that the US and Australia are probably watching them as well. It seems to be something that goes on pretty commonly in the Navy, but this spy ship, uh, it's not a very great spy ship. We can see it so clearly. Absolutely, yeah. You, you sort of think spy ship, you think it's going to be some kind of underground submarine with a little viewpoint sticking up above the water. But no, this is a, a proper vest floating around off the coast. I'm not exactly sure of the exact distance away it is, but it is keeping within the water uh, that it's meant to stay in. But as you said, um, I'm sure there's some kind of surveillance when all the military drills go on in China as well. So I don't think this is something common and I don't think this is something that other nations don't do to each other. Obviously, we saw the, uh, the balloon incident earlier this year and China hit back at the US. We've encountered a number of year balloons flying over China. So all nations are certainly keeping up the opposition are doing, uh, trying to work out if there's any military advances going on. And, and you know, they don't brought these exercises in Australia. They, they make people aware when they're happening. It's been well documented by government officials and in the media. Uh, so certainly it's not really a surprise that China have turned up just to find out what's going on. 
And the relationship between the United States and China at the moment comes at a, a really crucial point. We've seen over the past month, everyone from Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, through to Janet Yellen, head of finance for the US, the Treasury for the US, heading to China, as well as a number of business people as well. That has been quite separate to the military side, which of course, for both sides of China, the United States, and then countries like Australia, South Korea, and Japan, continues unabated as they continue for these preparations. We we don't know exactly what for, but it seems to be just in case. Yeah, I think you can see from the amount of military activity and military buildup uh, in the sort of Asia Pacific region over the last few years that everyone is preparing for something. As you said, nobody quite knows exactly what that something will look like. Most most likely, uh, and what's feared the most really, is some kind of military incursion by China into Taiwan because that really would be a flashpoint that could involve multiple countries from around the world. But we've certainly seen it in recent years, really. Um, you know, the US are involved in numerous military exercises in this part of the world. They had a big one, uh, a big military drill with the Philippines um, just a few weeks ago. And they're, they're building all these alliances. They have the Quad Alliance, they have AUKUS, they have these military drills with Australia. They're firmly planting their flag in this part of the world. And um, I was actually at the Shangri-La Defence Summit in Singapore a few weeks ago, um, where the, the defence ministers from both China and the United States were present. And there was a lot of talk that they were going to have a meeting and, and have a discussion, which they usually do at that event, but they didn't uh, this year. And I think that signalled the, the military tension um, between the two countries. But as you said, there are diplomatically other breakthroughs going on between both countries. And partly that's because China has opened up after COVID. It was basically impossible as a foreign diplomat to visit China for two years uh, because of how strict the COVID restrictions were. But they they have now yeah. started to allow you know people in. So that's where things are changing, really. So as you said, on the one hand, militarily, things are really building up and the tension is ramping up. But on the other hand, at least there are positive signs of some kind of diplomatic talks. Yeah, well, Australia has just announced as well 20 C-130 Hercules aircraft. These are these military aircraft that are used essentially for cargo and moving troops around as well in the air to spend the billions of dollars on this is obviously a sign, uh, both a replacement, but the C-130 Hercules is obviously the backbone of so many militaries around the world. Talk to us about the military buildup in the region, because for the first time since World War II, we're even seeing Japan now taking things really seriously and essentially turning around its policy when it comes to spending militarily yeah yeah they are now getting prepared really that's that's as much as you can say they're looking at the other activity that's going on and they're thinking we need to be prepared as well and there are obviously uh, big concerns in japan if there was to be vision of taiwan Typically, how close they are. So we're seeing, you know, countries around Taiwan are getting prepared, um, building up their military capacity. Southeast Asian nations as well. Uh, there's been, as I mentioned, those military uh, exercises between the US and the Philippines. Also, the US and Indonesia. They're really um, having close links. And if you look actually at the um, the itinerary of recent trips from the US Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. I mean, you see, he's a guy who tra travels a lot, but he's spent a huge amount of time, I think it's seven visits um, on the last count to the Indo-Pacific region in the last year or so. Um, so, and he's actually coming across to Australia as well for these drills. So it shows really how important part of the world is and how the US is making sure that its allies in this region are well equipped. And even just going back to the Philippines there, you've got to obviously look at what's happening with the South China Sea. 
um, and Chinese incursions into, you know, grey areas of international water or who owns certain areas, some aggressive actions by Chinese uh, ships in that region. Um, and the Philippines is, is certainly working to improve and bolster its navy to counter any potential issues there. So mm. everywhere you look, really, in the region, people are getting prepared. It's, uh, it's, it's certainly an unnerving time. Yeah, and obviously to send a message straight to Beijing, to China, that the West stands united in this region, essentially running a ring around China as well. Some interesting points about the relationship between India and China too, um, that uh, imagine if India actually turned its back on the West and were to support China to try and find the things that are in common despite those border skirmishes. Uh, a question The Economist was asking over the weekend about that as well. India and China's relationship has been pretty difficult over the past decades. Yes, yeah, it really, it really has uh, been frayed. You know, we had those, as you mentioned, taking place a couple of years ago. I mean, they're, they're not hugely significant incidents, uh, given that you know it's very remote regions and, and the small number of uh, soldiers. But it is still a sign that you know the tensions are there. And obviously, now India are a major member of the Quad Alliance, uh, along with the United States, Japan, and, and Australia. And I think. When they made that decision to join that alliance, it really set out their stall of exactly yeah. where they stand. And you do look at India, obviously a huge economy, contrasting with China, also a huge world power. Um, so both countries, it's it's difficult for them both to exist in a happy place, especially so close mm -hmm. to each other and with, the, with India so close to the United States now. All right, we'll leave it there. Adam, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Tickers international correspondent Adam Hancock there. I'm Aaron Young. Do stay with us. <music>